This episode is brought to you by the Moonery Collective, where science meets magic. They have a variety of amazing hand-poured manifestation coconut soy butter candles using only essential oils. It's gentle enough for your skin. They also have herbal teas, tinctures, lotions, and potions for all of your ritual needs. Shop online at themoonerycollective.com or at the Golden Mercantile Co-op located in beautiful downtown Golden, Colorado. Women-owned, micro-batch, herbally crafted, and always witchy. Use promo code WITCHYWOO for 15% off your online purchase. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the.moonery. Bye-bye. Hey, Mugwarts, welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. Hey, Erica. <laughs> hey, Tally. Erica's in the hot seat today. It's her turn to get all the questions fired at her, and I'm excited. Grilled. <laughs> going to get grilled. No, no, it's going to be fun. How are you? I haven't talked to you since, I feel like I haven't talked to you since we recorded last time two weeks ago. Because you were dying in a bed. I was dying in a bed all last week. You know what I think it's from? I mean, obviously there's science behind it that I got sick from some somehow, but I truly think it was awfully uh, coincidental that my last day on Friday happened. And then on Saturday, I was so ill. Like I physically purged work All the stress and literally purged negative <laughs> work, energy, work and negative energy out of my system. But I'll, uh, I'll, uh, Stop talking about that. Do, you could do leave you that feel like a weight has been lifted. I do, but you know, now I'm like worried about money, <laughs> but I'm trying not to. So the root of all evil. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, it's just energy. It's just like everything else and don't be so tied to it. So yeah. Yeah. And then It'll you have an, a crazy adventure coming up that I don't approve of. <laughs> I'll be texting you every hour to make sure you're okay. Yes, I will be on a truck with some artwork going across the country. In a snowstorm, it's fine. With (laughs) men, with strange men sitting in a semi. Strange people. Well, they might be men. One of them is. I know their names. Oh, oh, okay. So you're (laughs) not, you have, okay. I promise I will not get moited. Okay. I'm just thinking like greasy dudes, <laughs> <And> you're, <laughs> you know, anyway, 
All right, good. They could be. I don't know their personal hygiene. They could could actually still be greasy folk, but well, good for you. And it's your birthday. It's your birthday week. It is on Wednesday. You're going to be um, 42, right? Yes, I will be 42. (laughs) I will be in my 40s. No, you won't. Not even close. uh i will be how old will i be 34 i was gonna say 34 34. right that sounds right yeah i had asked dan the other day i was like how old am i gonna be oh wait till (laughs) wait till you get my age sweetheart you won't remember (laughs) like for real like it's just another day to celebrate and go hard except you'll be flying back oh no 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 you're spending time with family yeah so i'll see family on that day and then fly out the next day after your weird wild excursion cool trucker experience i'm i'm just mostly looking forward to it being like my one job is to just be on the truck that's kind of (laughs) cool it'll be super nice like you're being driven to states away yeah sure nothing happens to the art yeah it was funny I was looking at the the potential route and I was like oh I can literally just wave from the truck to Dan's parents because we'll be going past Indiana and oh really Becky and I'll be like hi it's it's essentially the same way that we got from here to his parents house when we drove that one time so never again on my own volition but I do feel like Key West, since I had to drive back from that, has prepared me pretty oh, well for this. Oh my, I didn't realize you drove back from Key West. I don't know why I was thinking it was like closer, you know, like the panhandle of Florida, not you drove oh, from only- fucking Key West <laughs> back to Colorado. Yep. Holy shit. Because I love people on this planet. <laughs> yeah. I would refuse to get on a stupid plane, even though all my symptoms were just having lost taste and smell. <laughs> no, that was, a, yeah, that was probably smart, but holy hell. Yikes. Saw a lot more of the South than I was ever intending to. <laughs> but some of it seemed not terrible. No, not I mean, terrible. it's fun. So, yeah. Southern southern folk are pretty fun well like he said like with like richmond and other places you're just like huh this is kind of like a cool town like out yeah. in the middle of nowhere yeah there's always consider the middle of nowhere <laughs> i'm richmond's pretty big and it's near dc it is yeah i mean it's a big it's a pretty big place but there are like you know we were just saying before we started recording recording that there were cool nooks and crannies in every state so Everybody, yeah. even though there's, you know, you don't like something about the state, there's always some cool people hiding in these weird corners yeah. of the U.S. That you're yeah. like, this is actually not that bad of a town. Like Baker City, mm-hmm. Oregon, is a really cool fucking town, but wow. it's in the middle of really nowhere. Like, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours west of Boise. Hmm. So it's, yeah, like right off the Mormon trail, there's um, like a huge museum and you could see all the cool, like Mormon trail ruts and that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, nerding, nerding out on Mormon trails and archaeology and archaeology. 
<laughs> we can turn what it to man? witch, witchy stuff now. <laughs> um, Talking about Mormons. <laughs> I know. So speaking of Mormons, what's your witchy woo? Um, what? So I think my witchy woo is last week was really nice that I got to just sunbathe out like during when it was like upper 60s and just like hang out in the sunshine Mm, nice before the other snowstorm we had before the other other snowstorm yeah Yeah. so of course like anytime it's like really nice and like sunny out you can guarantee that Colorado is gonna be like "Mm, but I don't think we're quite done with winter yet so I'm just gonna dump stuff yeah yeah how about you um oh gosh mine mine is I don't know I I mean I'm sure I have a thousand that I could just think of but um being seriously being sick all week and like what we were saying earlier purging whatever (laughs) I purged from work um like I feel so much better I mean I'm a little nasally now that I have wine and haven't really had alcohol in several weeks that's gonna make you know but so probably throughout this episode I'll be like (laughs) (laughs) um but I'm I don't know I'm just feeling really good I'm also it's fucking spring now officially officially yes happy ostara yeah so I'm excited even though we the worm full moon the other night um a little bit but I was still kind of not feeling well so I would just I like got up and looked and was like cool and then <laughs> laid Same. back down I, went, so. I, I was taking a bath so I nice. feel you yeah I mean it was like it was a rough it was a really rough um week and I don't know something about so we're recording on Sundays we usually record on Sundays and then drop the episode on Wednesday so um today is officially spring And I love, those are my favorite spring and fall are my favorite just because it's like that new beginning and then starting to fall asleep. So it's those in between, um, times of year that I, I appreciate the most. And plus like the weather is so kooky too. Like, I mean, around Colorado, it's Colorado (laughs) is fucking weird. I mean, it's almost mostly winter because of it's so weird. It's like 70 degrees and then snowing like today it's 65 degrees and then they're with snow expected (laughs) like a 30 degree drop in temperature in a matter of hours. So, um, but what I love about it is the sun is higher there, you know, things are starting to pop up in the ground and just starting to wake up like little babies and rejuvenation. Yeah. So maybe that's my witchy woo that I'm happy that it's springtime and we're all purging and growing and getting rid of shit. And, um, now's a good time to just start, start over. Now we got more daylight, especially since they passed it. What in the Senate and out goes to the house. Oh yeah. You're excited about that. Not changing. So stupid. We don't need to be changing time, man. (laughs) Not farmers for, well, most of us are not farmers anymore. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I, I've always lived in an area that changed time. So it's kind of like a fun thing, but it's probably just stupid and not necessary. 
we'll bring you to the Arizona dark side. <laughs> no things doubt. Where you're just like, oh, other places do that? Weird. <laughs> I never have to change my clock. Oh, I know. By the time I remember to change my clock in my car, because I can't ever figure it out. It's like, it's already like, yeah, fuck it. Big. Just yeah. leave it. Yeah. Yep. I just leave. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the same thing. I'm like, mm, this takes a lot more effort to change it to the real time. Yeah. Than, uh, so mine's always like an hour back. and seven minutes off <laughs> Yep. <laughs> every, any given time, except for the right time half the year I guess exactly <laughs> excuse exactly. me <laughs> are we ready do we want to yeah. get it going <laughs> I mean am I ready yeah am you're ready. ready I don't think I, I didn't do anything hard and like um you know some of them are gonna be similar or the same um, I just feel so brain dead and dumb like I'm like can I actually I... access my neural resources <laughs> that's how I felt because definitely afterwards I was like shit I didn't, I can't believe I didn't mention that or something. So, oh, well, and now I can't even remember what those things were. <laughs> so I, I feel you. All right. Question number one. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so this one's going to be similar. What age did you get interested in witchcraft and witchy things? Oh man. Um, I guess like seriously, interested in it like I remember in like early middle school and stuff like that uh me and my good friend Azar which we're still friends um we're kind of getting like I feel like occultism and like Wicca had really jumped off this would have been like like late, late nineties, early two thousands thinking about it. Okay. Uh, Is that when like the craft came out or anything like that? Yeah. It was like a little after the craft. Cause I think the craft came out in like, uh, I think like 96 or 97. Okay. And practical magic, I think came out around 98. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. So like that stuff was kind of, I was already like 25. I was already like, like 67 years I old. was already like part of that like long before you like sweet babies so. <laughs> no I'm just it's just funny like the time like our age difference is more vast I than I forget yeah. like whenever anybody asks me like not that anybody even asked me honestly how old you are like I just think of you and like my skater friend Bronwyn, which you met and just like, yeah, she's lovely. Just like all these people that I'm like, I tend to make friends and I've always been this way. Just like make friends with like people who are at least 10 years older than That's I so am. Funny. Like, at you least. got an old soul. I've, I've got so many friends who are in their forties actually. That's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. It's funny. But, um, Yeah. So I would say that it just really began in, in middle school. And I remember like, what is it? You and I had talked about it, like to ride a silver broomstick by Raven silver wolf or whatever her name is. I think she's kind of like, that is kind of frowned upon. And from what I gather in a lot of Wicca communities, maybe, Uh I don't know. Yeah. But you didn't know when you were, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, 
I feel like it's like kind of like the hokey person right or something like oh you don't have all your facts I don't know but this was like all that was available right I I mean yeah maybe maybe then it was all that you had available and that's what kickstarted it for you and maybe now it's like oh nah that's not really it or I don't vibe to it anymore but that doesn't mean like that's what got your start I mean yeah yeah so like she that was like was really good and I just remember going to Bookman's which was like this used bookstore that was super amazing and still I think it still exists uh still is super amazing I should say Ozar and I would always be like (laughs) sneaking our way back to the occult center or like the the like what is it new age craft slash whatever occultism yeah uh, area of the bookstore and it's funny because I still feel like sometimes like that little kid where I'm just like it's almost like taboo where you go to the bookstore and you're just like in front of the new age section and people are like looking at you like you're all weird yeah (laughs) shut up man I'm just trying to get my books and my research yeah yeah totally um, but her and I would like do spells um Mm. like just like doing like spell jars and stuff like that. Did your parents know? Did either of your parents know you were up to shenanigans up to the devil's work? I feel like my mom may have had like an inkling, but I think she was just like, Oh, this is like kid stuff. And like, you know, like she'll grow out of it. And she wasn't, she's never really like weirded out. Like, obviously if I was like doing like animal sacrifices or something, she would have been like very concerned as a parent. (laughs) Well, then you would be a serial killer. (laughs) yes don't mess with me anybody right but uh so her and I had done like some and I feel like the craft also like her and I had watched the craft so like that definitely like booted some of it like um so yeah it was probably like middle school I would say is when I really got into it and it was just in generally and still am a very weird and strange person you but are. I tend to find those people who are like me and I'm just like you're into crystals and yoga you and I are gonna be friends and you're like okay right. <laughs> who is this girl well also around that same time now that I'm thinking about it Harry Potter would have come out yeah Harry oh, did Potter you read that coming. Harry Potter was like interesting for me because like that I didn't get into until like several years later. I tried Mm. reading it when I was like younger and I was like, what is this? Like, just wasn't like, I don't know. You're probably too old, like just a few years too old to start the book. (laughs) Yeah, I think like like, I was just like trying to figure out what the hell it was. And like, it wasn't until like, maybe in high school or I think it was like high school that I started reading them for shits and giggles and was like oh this is actually really good and oh man like RIP borders (laughs) because now all we have is Barnes and Noble but Mm -hmm. uh, I remember going to the uh, midnight release parties for for Harry Potter books because I would pre-order them and then they'd have this big like midnight party like so you would get there at like eight 
they had a Yule ball one year. Oh, wow. Uh, and so like a bunch of people got dressed up. Like I used my prom dress nice. as like a Yule ball dress. And so like you would go there and you would wait until midnight. They'd have activities and all kinds of shenanigans going on. And, um, and so midnight, the book would release. And so you would go wait in line and get your book. And like, there'd always be some turd kid that started reading like the first chapter in the line and you're like shut up I want to read this for myself and then I would go home and I would read until like four o'clock in the morning and just wow like, just like be like totally dead and then wake up read some more and I think I finished like a lot of those books within like two maybe three days mm-hmm. it's kind of like I really wish I had like something that I was like that excited about like or that you just absorb that you just you're like, I want to keep reading and reading or whatever. Yeah, and I definitely later think you're like done with the book. Right. I definitely think um, that that series got people reading again. And and I wasn't joking when I said I was like 25 in like 1998. <laughs> it was. But I remember when the last book came out, was in like 2000 or early 2000s, 2002. I don't, I don't remember, but I was traveling. I think I was traveling back from Colorado, uh, traveling from Colorado back to Texas. And I was reading the last book and so was pretty much everyone else in the airport. And it was the most silent an airport has ever been. And I looked around and in all ages, like adults to kids, we're reading that book and we were all in like different area, you know, like, obviously we're not all on the same page, but it was really cool to see like, oh my God, there's so much more ahead. What's gonna, what's happening. Or yeah. these people were be behind me. And so it was like, oh my God, they have no idea what's going to happen in a few pages or whatever. So it was really, really cool. It was really cool. I loved it. So, um, it's like a weird phenomenon mm-hmm. that I feel like I mean, I kind of feel bad for kids that haven't experienced something like that, like a new book you know, that like, that like grabbed hold of all of right. us, like even like the movies, like the midnight release of like movies, they would do kind yeah. of the same thing, like yeah, games and whatever. And I remember feeding my sister birdie bots, every flavor beans. Oh no. <laughs> like, just like, you know, like I remember when those things came out and I was like, oh, like surely it must not actually taste like vomit or like soap and you're like nope it it actually tastes like soap yeah it's so gross um (laughs) so moving on it was like 10 questions inside one question (laughs) um do you have a a specific book or movie that since we were just talking about that that um, really did it for you or like maybe a favorite book now, if it wasn't the craft or something back then, or Harry Potter, do you have, like, if, was that something that was a favorite to you back then? Or do you, if not, do you have a favorite now? That's like your go-to witchy book. Yeah. Uh, def, I mean, definitely I could say for sure the craft was one thing that like, like I said, me and my friend Ozar were just like enamored by it. And like, just seeing like 
the way that you can harness energy essentially. And like, I always like kind of thought it was kind of hokey or whatever at first. And then like, I was like seeing that movie, I was like, I really want to be able to do that. And obviously it's taken through the years to realize like that kind of magic obviously is like Hollywood magic. It's not like, like real magic in the way that yeah, like, we all yes, wish that. We, yeah, like we could wiggle our nose and turn a light like, on. Let's <laughs> change my hair color yeah. and not pay like an absorbent four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. Yeah, to like get my hair to be purple, but um, but it was definitely like I would say like the craft as far as pop culture goes, and then like you said, practical magic. Like that was I've always wanted her apothecary that she had, Me and too. like was always drawn towards like like gardening and like herbalism and stuff like that and so have you read practical magic I've not read I didn't even know that it was a book it was based on Alice Hoffman oh my gosh yeah I I have not and I want to read it um but I I'm so which is so funny because in all honest, like I, for whatever reason, I'm, I don't think they're bad actors. They're just not my people, but Sandra Bullock and what what, Nicole Kidman are -hmm. not my favorite people. They're not like, Oh my God, those, those broads are in this movie. I have to go see it. Like I'm not they're they're, It's almost the opposite. It's like, all right, I guess. Um, even though they're great actors, uh, I just, they're just, I don't know. It's not your, they're not my, they're not my type, I guess, but I fucking love that movie. And the reason why I haven't read practical magic is because you're so like, you know, the movie so, so well Mm -hmm. that the book is entirely different and it's a series as well. So I have to kind of like, maybe right now would be a good time to read it because I mean, I own the movie so I can watch it whenever, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, I, I want to, I need to separate myself from the movie mm-hmm. in order to read that book. But yeah, maybe we should, we should have a little book club. Book club with practical magic. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Or suggest it to the Ouija board and Midnight Marks gals. Oh, we should just do our own fucking like exclusive. Is it no inclusive? inclusive nobody else is allowed to join book club that's it just loud that'd be fun that would be fun um my next question which is funny that you said what you said is what would be your witchy superpower if you if hollywood was true to wiggling your nose and like making a pot of tea or turning on a light bulb or changing your hair color or having that person trip because they were an asshole to you like what would you like what how, what would it be Ooh. Hmm. this is a good one I mean and it can even be like basic stuff like fire magic water magic you know not yeah. just you know thinking like I'm reading just like trying to think of the girls from like also the craft because like or not the craft uh from uh charmed because i also grew up watching Charmed. oh i forgot about i loved charmed that's right yeah Uh, i didn't really get into buffy 
<gasps> really? No, it's a little, it was really so cheesy. Surprising. I know, uh, you know, um, when I was back last year for my friend uh, in Texas for my friend's wedding and I was there all week, they just had it on all the time. Like, so I ended up pretty much, I'm pretty sure watching every season mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was just on constantly and, you know, just would next episode, next episode, next episode. Yeah. Um, so it was like, why is this, is this show made to be cheesy? And then as soon as they were like, yeah, you go, okay, now I get it. Yeah. I didn't know that it was supposed to be. It's like cheesy, but also has like some really intense topics. There's like you find out like Willow is gay and like right. you find out that like Spike almost rapes Buffy and like <gasps> oh I thought he stuff and- loved her I thought they like loved each other I didn't oh, realize well, it was the wrong stuff. kind of love <laughs> well uh I there's Angel is the guy that oh yeah okay yeah 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 um, I don't even think yeah. I got made it to Angel so no I didn't watch the whole I, I didn't watch Angel he he shows up in like he's part of the series and stuff like that but yeah his own spinoff but um all right so what yeah, do you as think far as, like my maybe I'll go like super dark with this one and Ooh, just of course uh, you go, would go with like necromancy or something Jesus Christ Okay. <laughs> I'm like, like you can be... fly, you can read people's minds. You're like necromancy. <laughs> I feel like that would like I feel like and maybe it's because I've been like I just recently rewatched Princess Mononoke, but just like oh. having the ability to like give life and also take it away is like a really interesting concept and like kind of like what we were talking about, like do the rules like you and I were talking about a while ago, um, you know, if like, is there like a balance of things, you know, like if if something gets taken away, then, you know, is, is life given then and stuff like that. So I definitely think that that would be like an interesting, intense power to have. Okay. So Erica has power issues. (laughs) It's just something we all learned. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to have. Like, <laughs> I do wish like I could get on a broom and fly. I feel God, like wouldn't that be fun. so awesome to be able to do? Be like, I don't feel like dealing with traffic. I'm just gonna hop on my besom <laughs> and just be like, pew. No. So that's awesome. That was a good answer. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I won't fuck like, with you. Let's see where else. Okay, well, in in the spirit of Austera, Austera, I don't know if I said that right. Um, do you have a favorite Sabbath? Yeah, it's it's interesting since like you and I had the or a least favorite, <laughs> a favorite and a least favorite. And the least favorite. Um, I mean, I I feel like I would go. You and I are probably pretty similar on like our fave like I would assume our favorite Sabbath is Samhain and yeah like I just really love the thinning of the veil and like I know it starts like even before that but like you know when it's like thinnest at Samhain and just I just like kind of like the the fall atmosphere and the creepy atmosphere of that Halloween has given things um Mm -hmm. I do also 
thoroughly enjoy Yule, like Yuletide. Yeah, like, okay. I thought you so, did. Yeah, you do. Um, like, but I think it, I find it interesting that like, you're just like, I just like all the Sabbaths that we go through and I'm like an oddly, like weirdly traditional person that I'm like, Ooh, like, I like that, you know, Ostar is coming up or this is, and then I feel pressure of course, that when it actually comes and I have like these grandiose plans in my mind that like, for example, I was going to try and make like the lamb tin Mm. cake that like, Mm-hmm. is a very Polish tradition for today but I was like ain't nobody got time for that right now like yeah you're like packing to leave I for three pack days with with, potential you know, murderers just, god so I always have these grandiose plans and then like they always like fall through the cracks which sometimes makes me feel like a terrible witch like you know like that you're and I it's it's funny because we always like like talk to our audience and it's like you don't have to do these like elaborate rituals or whatever and you know it's like when you're really good at giving advice but yeah. not taking it right <laughs> yourself and so I'm just like oh, I can't even call myself a witch I haven't really done anything and like I was feeling know, the same way because it's like I need to post something on Instagram and I'm like no I no I fucking don't like I yeah if I kind of want to, but I'm also not, I don't know what, honestly, I was thinking about, oh, I posted something last year for it. Maybe just repost it. Like, yeah. do people even notice? Exactly. <laughs> like you have to always be reinventing the wheel and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just, ugh. anyway, social media can fuck off, but, um, <laughs> but then that's, that's where our pressure is coming from is performing for is performing for somebody else and then and performing at like a high level like yeah I feel like when you're trying to get there and like yeah. yeah like but again it's like what you and I have talked about like we don't have to be doing all these things to practice our craft like you know just even taking time to like oh like my little plant babies are like popping out of the ground and you're like grow baby grow high five high yeah. five little plant babies and like and so, okay that was my austera good job yeah. like i yeah I, I don't know it's it's gotten it's just out of hand and then i wish we, I, I did too have more time for my craft but like yeah like as we always you and i always complain about we're working bitches and yeah like you know we got like you've got the moonery and all these like events set up and everything and it's just like it's before you blink like the week is gone and you're like what well tell me about it so yeah my biggest shoulding right now and I try not to should myself is I need to start putting stuff into the storefront Mm -hmm. and I have nothing Really? Yeah. I mean, I have some stuff, but from like the last market I did a few, like whenever that was a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you are recovering from being yeah. sick. Yeah. But I'm like, so these, this time off was not meant 
for me to be sick. It was meant for me to be working on stuff. So now my biggest thing, cause I'm turning this back to me, not you <laughs> is that I've decided that I need to change my logo. And so that's what I'm focusing on. So I don't focus on actually making product and I have a thousand labels with that are ready yeah. to go. Like, obviously I need to just do my shit, work through those labels, and then we can reinvent your logo if that's what you feel like doing. But instead I'm self-sabotaging because that's what we do. And like self-sabotaging on, we didn't When does the mercantile open? Um, like in soon, like in a week or two. All right. Well, when Mm -hmm. I get back from, from Virginia, I expect to hear that there have been candles made and crack cells and all the above. I know. Anyway, but like getting back to like, you, you should be taking a bath today and you should be putting your hands in the soil and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, what you need to do is pack because you're about to leave Yeah. for work. So that's what you need to do today. Yeah. So anyway, but that just getting back to that. So, oh, and that's good to like remind yourself. Cause like, I feel like COVID has been like good. I feel like for some people, you know, as far as like realigning their, their, uh, like work-life balance almost, you know, like the, the great they, resignation. Yeah. And they've like learned to like prioritize their mental health but also people who have been working this entire time too there's the other spectrum where I'm like now even further in the hole of like no you should just go to work and like just ignore like all the shit that's bothering you and distract yourself with work you know and And burnout is real yeah and so there's also that end of the spectrum so I need to be better about like I want to be better about prioritizing my mental health, which then will help me with connecting with my practice, which fell away for quite a hard, like a long time from like middle school, high school, like in college, it kind of like, you would think like that's the time of experimentation and everything, but it just like, kind of like really subsided during that time. And then it wasn't until I moved back to Colorado that like me and my friend, Lindsay, like she was getting into it and I was like oh yeah like I actually have like all this knowledge and all these old books and like stuff and it just like reignited when I moved back here and was a saving grace with like connection and stuff like refocus like reconnection to self so Mm -hmm. it was nice that like kind of like that part of me got lost for a while and now she's back so it's like yeah that's awesome yeah. Um, well, those were five questions already. So we're going to take a quick break. Right. I'm just going to start calling it that. That's right. not an, it's not annoying at all. You know, yeah, <laughs> a break. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Yuck. Yuck. What? Oh, we're biak. We're Biak. We are Biak. Um, ready? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> She's like, those are the easy ones. Here's the heavy hitters. Now. I, I was kidding. 
um why is the raven or is it the crow is that the same thing now all of a sudden i'm nervous <laughs> why is that you're familiar i mean i think they are ravens and crows even though they're the two same. different species same same but different so all the, all the corvid people are like <gasps> how can you say that they're the same we know that they're different species i'll say that we know that they're different species um I just feel like that because, and it's more so that they're ravens or crows for me, just because they have kind of the same similar meanings of, um, like when you think about their their magical aspects of things, is that they're they're very smart birds. Both of them are very smart birds, um, and that like you know with with like Odin and like Odin's ravens and everything like that like they're they're very much able to perceive like the past present and future is what I and I think like I usually struggle with like a person like a personality trait of mine is that I struggle with time in the sense of like always either thinking in the future or being stuck in the past I have a very hard like this is why yoga has been so good for me of like being present in the moment Ooh, um, very much yeah I'm the same mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like that's why I feel like and like that they've always had this connotation of just like the underworld and mm-hmm. I guess I have must have like a weird strange thing with death having worked mm-hmm. at a mortuary and all kinds of stuff but <laughs> there's a theme here <laughs> there's a theme: death and dying um but like, I think that's like, just like why they're my familiars is because they're kind of just like these, like people think of them as like bad omens and like creepy outcasts and like right. being a weird person my entire life. Oh, just like, like you. Yeah. So I'm just like <laughs> a bad omen and creepy outcasts. <laughs> so I did put coins and stuff in the bird bath. Cause I mean, they do hang out in my front yard. So I was like, maybe I'll give them an offering of like a shiny thing. And then mm-hmm. maybe it'll just be the crazy lady that has like fucking like dog food or something in my packet. So when I see him, I can like try and feed him or something, but um, you have all the crows in your, in your, your of crows, which technically, I guess I've listened to uh, ologies. Yes. About that. And she's yes. like, actually, that's not true. That's not what you call like a group of crows. So I was like, oh, okay. I don't remember that part. It's not well, a murder of crows. Not a murder of crows. What Somebody is it? Like, I don't remember that I, part. I don't remember what it is, but she's just, or, but I think it's just like a flock of crows or whatever. But that was a great episode because they hold funerals and yes. that was what it was about. Like, they're the such smart birds. Yeah. Yeah. They recognize your face. Yes. Too. Like yeah. they know you. So yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I think that's just because like they're kind of like these like strange, weird <laughs> like creatures and like what they stand for, like, you know, like like I said, like the past, present, and future, and can like have connections to like the underworld and mm-hmm. and beyond. <laughs> like I feel like that's why I have like this weird, strong connection with them. That's a good question. Thanks. I try. I'm trying. <laughs> now I'm curious about like why why cats are yours. Well, you should have Besides asked that last week. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't say it's cats necessarily. I I would say it's owls for me. 
Um, but I would say my cat, I, I've just always been really connected to cats. So maybe cats, but I feel like cats and owls are very similar, like Mm -hmm. in their face even. Mm -hmm. So, um, so it could be like kind of a, an amalgamation between a cat and an owl, but yeah, yeah, I like owls just in the sense of, I think they just, when you hear them, it's just so eerie and majestic at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, whoa, like all of a sudden the air becomes heavy when you hear an owl Mm -hmm. and it's just so like, what is, uh oh, like death is near. And then I take death to mean anything. It could be a physical death, like the owl's about to kill a rodent or, um, death of something that's no longer serving you. Like your job, like my fucking job. Peace out. Bye-bye. Um, okay. I'm excited for you though. What's that? I'm excited for you though. Me too. Um, next question. (laughs) Is there a daily, weekly, or monthly ritual that you practice that you just like, can't live without doing? Ooh, I would say like, it's almost daily, um, that I try to do this is like, I have these like little perfume oils that have, um, different types of, uh, stones in them. So Mm -hmm. like ones like rose quartz and another, I only have two of them, uh, Malachite. Um, and so I got them shout out to Subrosa Mercantile who used to be here, but now Maddie has moved back to Santa Fe. That's where her shop's at now. Um, so she sells these really cool oils. I'll have to figure out what, who makes them. But anyways, I usually try to do like a little like sigil or like, it may not be like an actual sigil. It could just be like a heart or something. If I'm like, okay, just trying to bring in like self-love and do that in a clockwise motion as I rub it in on my wrist or something like that. So that way, like I try to like give myself a good like mood booster and I like the smell of it and stuff like that. So I love that. So I want to do that. Yeah. I have, you know, little roll on oils that I make and I just like, like a three-year-old trying to color (laughs) in the side of the lines and I'm just all over the place, but never thought to like put like, yeah. Yeah. So I do a sigil and then I'll like rub it, like whether it's like, so the other one is like usually purging, like, like expelling negativity. Mm -hmm. I'll do like a sigil like that and then do counterclockwise as I'm like trying to get rid of that. So that's so cool. I love it. So for your books, (laughs) you're going to start making sigil roll-ons pretty much. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, or just like on myself when I put yeah. it on, like, don't just like, usually what I do is I color in my tattoos. Oh. Like I, that's all I do. That's fun. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> like put it on my tattoos. You're just like refilling in the color. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's that. Um, okay. 
moving on to the next. Is there any um, divination tool that you like working with the best or anything in your magic box that you can't live without like uh, tarot cards, oracle cards, or um, essential oils that you use all the time, like kind of what we were just saying or um, plants or reading tea leaves. I don't know. Maybe you do that. I wish I was cool enough to read tea leaves. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely like a scent based person. So I think that's why I'm like, always like, Oh my God, your candles smell so good. Cause like, like definitely like there's something about the fucking witch's breath candle that just like, I, I don't know if it's like the, I don't know if there's vanilla in there or like what there the hell is. it is, but there's yeah. like, there's like, but, and it's like the combo, like there's yeah. something about like, I don't know what it's unlocking when I do it, but like, usually like if I'm doing something with divination, like there's gotta be like some type of olfactory, like whether it's, it's, you know, um, incense or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, or candles, like the, the, the scent of your candles. And then I definitely really enjoy like my tarot, my Oracle cards. I have like the wild woods tarot deck, as I've mentioned before, and the Brian Froud Oracle cards, just because I feel like those allow me to have like, think of perspectives that I didn't really think of when I'm like asking my question, usually my problem or whatever. Um, I am very excited to like utilize our mugwort tincture. Um, yeah. For kind of like dream work. Yes. Um, that's one thing that I'm really excited to try out. So, and Me see, too. like, I'm like excited yet scared at the same time. I know. I'm like, what if my dreams get really weird? I already have freaky as fuck dreams. And yeah. so it, it's either, I, I feel like it's going to do one of two things, either tame them down or just make them go off the charts. Yeah. So, well, I, I feel I like you and I should like, at least like do a little bit of dream journal and like compare yeah. notes to see if like <laughs> our fucked up dreams get more fucked up or they're more mute. Yeah, for sure. Cause I'm, I'm really excited about that and we can, we can do it when, um, you get back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Is there anything you've learned while doing this podcast that you didn't know before and glad, you know, now? Oh my God. I feel like both you and I've learned so much yeah. during this podcast. Like, um, I think like, kind of like what you're talking about, like having Aaron on definitely clicked with the animism mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, and definitely between her and Lizzie talking about kitchen witchery and just like, you know, like cooking versus like, this is magic. And just cause you know, like you, when you live with your significant other and you always talk about like, oh, like, how do you feel? Like, what, what are like the five different ways that you experience love? Right. Yeah. And so for me, one of them is like cooking. Like mm. I show my love for people by baking or cooking. You or do. Whatever. Cause you always cook really good, yummy stuff. Oh, thanks. And then Dan doesn't appreciate it. And you come <laughs> over to my house and give it to me instead. Just kidding, Dan. <laughs> You're just like, but I will gladly take it. We you will don't accept want. it. <laughs> but, uh, and so, yeah, so it's just like putting your energy. 
I feel like it's too just putting your energy like necessarily that it's always like oh this is bay leaf and this means this like I'm becoming a little bit more aware of that now but like Mm -hmm. just putting your energy and your love into things um and so I think think that that's all part of it you don't Mm -hmm. have to necessarily remember what the magical property of the fucking bay leaf is but like your instincts are telling you to put it in there Mm -hmm. and it's just like because you're just being called to do it this way and you just love it so much and you're in the zone of of making this wonderful thing called food and not just oh here's food just eat it you know um so and like that it nourishes like somebody else too like nourishes their body and like gives them energy and yeah so like I've I feel like definitely throughout this process and I'm still learning this, that it's like, it's all about energy. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to make like these like weird elaborate things. Like it's all about energy transfer. So I'm putting it out there into the universe and like also like learning to trust the universe, like that, like if it works out or like, you know, if things go the way that you anticipated them to and you put the energy and the time into it great but if it also doesn't work out even if you put in that time and energy like maybe you're being drawn to a different path like trusting the process I guess so I yeah. think that's definitely one thing that I'm learning with all of this still is like trusting the process yeah and not being so, so hard on ourselves yeah even I mean even though earlier I was like, I feel like I should be doing all these things. So like, but like, it's like a constant back and forth as per usual being human. Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's a good question. I like that one. Thanks. Um, last question. We're just zipping through. Sorry. (laughs) Um, you're like, and I answered done next. <laughs> Mine like, was like quick story flo- floating on in space three hour podcast. Um, what does it mean to you to be a witch? Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. I think it kind of harks back to like what I was talking about when I feel like I've lost myself, like or like little bits of yourself when you get older. Um, and like when I was in college and, and whatnot, and you're like hyper-focused on your career or whatever the fuck it is. Like, I feel like witchcraft to me is just tapping into like your, like what we call in yoga, like your capital T, like true self, like, Mm -hmm. like following those innate urges and like, knowing that you're trusting the process and that this is like feeling absolutely content, like that this is like where you're meant to be. And so like, to me, that's like the true power of like being a witch, like knowing who you are at the core and being able to like allow that to shine outward in whatever like physical like manifestation that is so like herbalism working with your hands gardening whatever and having like that good intent and that energy so 
I feel like to me, like that's like true witchcraft. It doesn't like, obviously Hollywood is great in the way that they portray like a lot of things and like, you know, even social media is like, oh, you have to have like a rose quartz crystal and do this and do that. Like, yeah, just like, no, like I'm being called to like, and I find that my most powerful, like spells too are like the ones that are just like come out of nowhere and I have this huge urge to do like this specific one specific thing and it's just randomly out of the blue you know and you just like follow that train follow that energy train that thought train too so yeah I think those are usually like my most powerful spells that I feel like really good energy got put into it and so I think yeah like to me that's like witchcraft is like knowing like really connecting to yourself and knowing who you are Mm -hmm. at the core Mm -hmm. yeah it's funny to me where um where it's like we kind of start even though we've always been witchy uh and then doing yoga training and all this other stuff and how I feel like there's a big web between the two, like where, you know, between spirituality and, and people having crystals for yoga type stuff versus having crystals and candles and things like that for witchcraft stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's a really fine line between the two, (laughs) at least for, uh, Western yoga. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. so um I was thinking about that earlier today of like how it's like oh well even if you weren't necessarily into witchy things before but you were super into yoga like it's like three steps <laughs> yeah it's like very little separation it's and really... I know you and I like they just like they meld so beautifully together because I mean, essentially it all is spirituality of some sort. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's why you and I always hark back to like our yogic training and practices because they are like, is, I mean, like yoga Nidra is kind of like divination a little bit. Like you're just like, you're spanning the hedge right there. Like I've floated in a, um, uh, a gong bath. I floated up to the ceiling. (laughs) And so like, like, and so it's funny because like people see very clear lines where for, I think you and I, and maybe even a lot of other people are just like, eh, it kind of all blends together. And like, there are like very similar feelings when I was like at the peak in like my yoga training and stuff like that, that I was very at peace and stuff like that, that I feel like like remnants of when I do like, you know, spells or like when you're tapping into specific energy and you'll know, like what we're talking about when you like feel that moment and stuff like that. And it's funny because like my friend, the one who Lindsay, uh, who her and I like did some rituals when I first moved back to Colorado and she was talking about that she was getting into it. Uh, like the craft and everything like that. Uh, now she's just like, yeah, I'm not sure if like, I'm really into it, you know, like the like practice based stuff. Like I don't really consider myself like, you know, like a witch because I don't really do like 
rituals or spells or anything like that. I'm like, you're a witch. I promise you, like, you're just like the way that you transfer energy. It's just differently. Like you do yeah. through burning, you do through cooking, like, you know, like, I think, I think it's funny to me that more people more than not are witches. Right. And it's just like, what, like you just, your question, what does it mean to be a witch? Like, you know, like, well, what does it mean for you to yeah. be one? Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's just like, cause it's different for everybody, buddy. Exactly. And, and there's so, a lot of gatekeeping on social media. So don't, yeah. there was something that really pissed me off the other day that I'm sure was in jest, but it was like, fuck what, off. What like, was it? Well, we can say it off oh. recording, but um, what I love is next to you on my video screen is I just see your cat's paw and every once in a while, like his arm is just up on the pillow chilling next to your arm. And every once in a while, I see like this floofy tail come across <laughs> the screen, <laughs> but I'm like, what, in what position is this cat laying? And now I so, see two paws. Is he upside down? Yeah. So these are on his, his back. His feet. He's on his back. His belly's that- up. Is that these his back his, feet or his front his feet? His back feet. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like getting distracted because all of a sudden I just see this poop, like one arm. Oh, Bilbo. Look at you. You look so comfy. I swear it's males, male cats lay on their backs. I don't know of any female cat that does that. Really? Yeah. I guess I, I'm trying to, well. Yeah. Miss K doesn't do it very often. No, it's like male cats are just on their fucking backs all day long, chilling, lazy little shit. Yeah. yeah, That's because you guys like technically have the females to catch your, catch Mm -hmm. your meals and do absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. Well, see, that wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't. That went really quick too. Yeah. And it's going back quickly to like our, like, you know, like there's a lot more witches out there. Oh yeah. So the guy who owned this house first was a priest and I find it really funny. Oh, I was like walk right. around like my, my yard and I'm like, this is you. And this is maple. And this is like, there's like so many trees and like juniper and like so many things with like magical properties that I'm like. I think you were secretly a witch and you just, <laughs> you just didn't know it. So probably I so. like to think that he was planting like magical plants out here for somebody to utilize. Cause I'm just like, oh yeah, like I've got crab apple. I've got, you know, all these right. things like just like well, right and, at my disposal. And with the Sabbaths there, I mean, they're so closely related. Mm-hmm. So it, it just it makes sense is the same, you know, it's like those <laughs> kind of were the same. So everything that he planted was like under his religious views, but yeah. <laughs> they also and have just like, I will reap the same benefits. Mm-hmm. Person. Yeah. Only so. he, he would be like, I'm going to pray for you, my child. If he knew like, what... I'm going to put these bones and these rocks yeah. and this candle out here on the stump and <laughs> do it under the full moon. I'm sure my neighbors think I'm like the, I'm okay with being like the insane person on the corner. So they're just used to it by now. 
that's why they're all friendly to you because they don't want you to like hex them oogity boogity <laughs> curse <laughs> well this was fun it was i hope fun. people got to know more about us yeah thanks i guess Aaron. if you guys have any questions for us like specifics like feel free to use the anchor app yeah we would love or um or email DM us, us or yeah. dm us we'll check that most likely sometimes yeah. <laughs> we'll probably yeah. be more apt to check the dms on the instagram versus yeah Let's anything else but yeah and always 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 send in your funny spooky scary spooky, spooky witchy spooky. stuff because i'm all about it hell yeah um, and so are Big you spooky. Spooky i feel like i'm story. more about it than you are but maybe not. I, I, I mean, I always love me some spooky stories. I'm trying to, um, well, yeah, you're the one that watches a horror film every <laughs> fucking Saturday. Send us in your shit all the time. We will start to, um, either make it a short episode in between because we only do, you know, we do this every, um, twice a month. Uh, so maybe that could be our short stories in between, or I don't know. We'll see. We're kind of winging it still. We're just filling it out, but we want you to send it in. So send in your spooky stories, either uh, DM us or email us at wormwood and witches at Gmail um, and, or ask us any questions. You could ask us, DM us a question, or you can go to anchor and ask it. And then your voice will be recorded. Um, and as always keep no, that is my line. <laughs> yeah, we are establishing beating to the punch. No, it is until next time. Oh, yeah. I still butchered it. Yeah. Until next time. Keep gazing into the unknown, y'all. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.